Hey everyone, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news and reviews. This is episode 57 of the Cross Media Show, and today's topic is our Lightyear review. But before we get into our discussion, if you're listening on your, uh, if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps with the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all of our shows, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and Anime Nation. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out. And so help me God, if you don't give it to us, Zerg is coming for you all. That's neither here nor there. Uh, if not, don't worry about it. That's quite all right. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruben, the director of this channel. And of course, today, I am joined by the anime expert of the group, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You excited? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, I, have, I have thoughts on this it film. It doesn't sound like you're of, excited. I have a lot of thoughts on Okay. I have two massive things of Disney pins beyond me. I'd love whenever we get to talk well, Disney. You ju you just said yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I got I got, I'm just there's no enthusiasm behind those. I got thoughts. I got a lot of thoughts on okay. this. Okay, all right. And of course, the man back from the dead. He's one half of Disney Plus Us. It's Griffin Thennel. Griffin, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I feel like I come around like once every few months, like just remind people like, Hey, I'm He's still, still here. here. Yeah. I'm alive. I'm, I'm like Buzz in this movie. I pop up every four years. Like yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I should have thought of that one. That was a good it's one. It's been like five minutes for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you made it for the PC game showcase. You can oh do anything. God. I'm so glad we didn't redo that whole thing all over again. I heard it was pretty bad. Tell you what, this year I just enjoyed my summer game fest. Hung out, watched it while working. It yeah, was great. The, you see, I... Uh, we're not going to get too much into this, but I would prefer the E3 schedule where it's all in one weekend or one week as opposed to Summer Games Fest being drawn out by like four months, you know? It was it was four days of content. Right? We're still going, though. There's, I'm sure there's stuff at the end of the at the end of the summer. Like, hey, we were Nintendo this morning. There's the Ubisoft. Nintendo wasn't tomorrow. part of Summer Games Fest. I'm sorry, Bummer Lames Fest. That's just, just not true. But this isn't the video game podcast. Uh, before we get into it, let's do some housekeeping. Sunday, I got together with Hugo Panay and Ryan to talk all about episodes five and six of Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, you know, some people say we actually were just talking shit about Christian, but I swear there's some Star Wars content in there somewhere. So go there check. There is it. no, there is no mean thing said about Christian in that entire podcast. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to be clear, everything we said was complete and utter truth. But uh, if you don't believe us, go check it out on our YouTube channel. Yesterday. Christian and I sat down with Roshan from Podcast PXN to talk about last week's, excuse me, sorry, uh, last week's Miss Mar Marvel episode, and it was a good time. So uh, that's also up on the YouTube channel and podcast services, so feel free to, you know, let us know what your thoughts are so far for the series. And this week, sometime this week, I'm not sure yet, I have to figure out what because work just screwed me over, so I have to figure out when this is going to happen. But we are doing a fundraising stream to help support the abortion funds. Uh, we've said it last, the, since Friday, you know. Uh, America sucks. Uh, body autonomy is is not up. It's not up for debate. It, it should be a woman's right to choose whether or not she what she wants to do with her body. So... We're going to be raising some money to help support those funds. Uh, and we'll be doing some more of these fundraising streams in July, so stay tuned for more of them. The pod... Oh, Jesus Christ. The Penultimate Games crew is going to be recapping that Nintendo Direct Mini that happened this morning. Tomorrow. So we're going to be recapping this tomorrow. So I heard it wasn't that good, Ryan. Uh, was I wrong? We'll figure that out. Okay. All right. All right. Um, that's happening tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. So feel free to 
stop on by. And as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash Conquest. Before we get into the show, Ryan, I kind of already know, I don't think this has changed since uh, Sunday, but what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Did you watch Ooh, that Westworld? I did not watch Westworld. I've not caught it yet. I haven't heard good things about it, though. Have I haven't I heard been... anything about it. Um, I haven't really been watching much. I've been playing games. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. It's been a video game week for me. Okay. Cool. Griffin, have you been watching anything recently? Yes, actually. I've been watching a couple things. Um, I finally caught up on season two of The Owl House. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? My I was I was just my jaw was dropped and didn't come up for the rest of the night. The last four episodes, just frankly, the entire show, just take your heart out. The crap oh, it does! It does. Put it if, right back in. if you love that one, you need to check out Amphibia. I have seen all of Amphibia. I love Amphibia. We need to talk about that. After, we need to talk about that after this. The Owl House is uh, one of the best shows I ever put on Disney Channel. And I will stand by that. It's an animated show uh, from Disney that is arguably just some of the best television I've seen in the past couple of years. Wow, that's it's a fantastic. lot. It's kind of a short version, and this is not going to do the show justice at all. Like, you have to go watch the show to really understand why the show is so special. Is outcast girl named Luz, very much nerdy, very into it, just doesn't like talking about anything other than that stuff, like, ends up in this fantasy world where just everything's messed up. It's acid rain. It's evil witches. And it's demons. It's This is a Disney Plus show? Or this is Disney, Disney Channel. Disney probably. Channel. Wow, that's crazy. And it's, it's arguably maybe wonderful. the last great piece of animation done by Disney Channel. I mean, yeah. Okay, all right. And unfortunately, it is getting... It, is getting canceled. Yeah, I um, just looked it up. It said uh, just in two specials for season three because three specials of, uh, because of some jerks higher up at Disney Channel. What a shame! What a shame! But um, yeah, this show is amazing and wonderful, and everyone to watch it. Go watch the Owl House. Okay. Have you been watching anything else? Um, I may be doing watching Marvel, but I'm always watching Marvel. So yeah, no, not nothing else really. Okay. Well, I, at this point, <laughs> pretty exactly. much. Um, yesterday I had off, so I had to get uh, I had a chance to start watching uh, season thirteen. Sorry, series thirteen of Doctor Who. I was like, season thirteen of what? And Doctor Who has been getting very weird. Like the the villains of this season, I I literally can't look at the screen because they're so fucking hideous. Who's who's the who's becoming the new doctor? Um, the kid from Sex Education, the best friend. Yes, yes, I remember. It was a it was a, it was a really fun pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that will bring what that show needs to feel fresh again. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think I'm, having a younger doctor will just help. I'm also excited for the the uh, what was it the thirtieth anniversary. 30th, more like 60th. There you go. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Yeah. 60th anniversary. Yeah, I think the show's been around forever. Yeah. It's. I think it started airing 1961. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. If it's 60, that about that's that about track. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, it, it it's getting weird, but they're doing some cool stuff with uh, Weeping Angels, so I'm here for it. Ooh, they're back to the angels. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but for now, it's time to get into the topic of the show. Guys, what are your thoughts? Actually, you know, let's let's give uh, some first impressions on Buzz Lightyear. What did we think about this movie? Griffin? This movie exists. <laughs> okay, me and Griffin are no. on the same page. Uh, this movie's fine. This movie's, this movie's fun. This movie's a great time. It's nowhere near the highs I'm used to from Pixar. But god damn if I wasn't laughing by laughing the entire way through. Like this movie's genuinely hilarious to me and I love that. And there is definitely a couple of like majorly wonderful emotional moments in there. 
Okay. But more, this is just like, this is a low to mid-tier Pixar, which is still saying that it's a great movie. It's just Pixar, I know Pixar for doing so much better than this movie. Okay. That said, Pixar's back in theaters. Heck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ow. Ryan? So, uh, I, I'm, I'm a very similar with Griffin. This movie exists. It's a fun time. It's a good, good film, but it is not a great Pixar film. It's not among the greats that the characters from, nor is it as good as their past two outings, in my opinion. If this, this is the movie they decide, I get why this is the movie they brought back, the theaters of Pixar. This is the one that got the special treatment to be in theaters. It's the biggest name they had, but after things such as Soul and Turning Red and Luca, I wish those were the movies that got a chance to be in theaters because there was some real creative talent behind all those movies, and this one felt just... Like an episode of Star Trek kind of changed to be a Buzz Lightyear film. R.I.P. Soul, am I right? Just left it to die. I do have to say, though, this movie is gorgeous. Yeah, oh, This movie is stunning to look at. Yeah. Okay. Like, that yeah. is the one moment where it's like Pixar really did step up. Like, Pretty yeah. Red and um, Luca and Soul are all awesome. And, like, Soul's one of my favorites. And they're all beautiful. But the space scenes in this movie are stunning and every time they try to go into hyperspeed it is gorgeous and amazing and it's just god animation tech is so powerful now yeah it's kind of ridiculous where we're at it's exciting stuff um okay all right so you guys just found this as christian would say a mid movie this is a mid movie yeah it's very yeah i would say pretty mid yeah pretty mid okay all right, that's kind of upsetting, all right, because <sighs> let me just get this out of the way. The premiere date was uh, June 17th, 2022, with a budget of 20 million, sorry, 200 million, a box office so far of uh, 155.9 million, directed by Angus McLean, screenplay by Angus McLean and Jason Headley. Um, I was expecting this movie to be a little more than what it was. Um, I, I liked it overall. However, like it didn't hit me quite as hard as a Pixar movie usually does. Usually I'm fucking bawling at the end of this movie. Um, I expected it to, to hit me, you know, just cause the, uh, the beginning of the movie, it starts off with this is the film that Andy saw, and I was like, fuck, they're really starting it off with this, you know? But the rest of it kind of like, eh, they glossed over what I felt was one of the most important parts where, and I know I'm getting kind of into it, but. Uh, Wait, are you saying that the first third of this movie is the best part of this movie? Yeah. Because yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Um, just like his friend is, leaves him a fucking hologram message and it's, instead of feeling anything for like a good, you know, usually a Pixar moment, you, you like are sinking into the feeling of being depressed, so to speak <laughs> and crying. But like we get that moment and then two seconds later, there's a comedy relief and I was just like, okay. I guess we're we're doing this, but yeah, I mean, it it was okay, but you know, it's no Toy Story three, you know. Apparently, yeah, Eric, it's no Toy Story four. Yeah, apparently, I did you know, that's, that's just insulting to this. Movie. Did you did you know that Eric thinks that Toy Story two is the worst Toy Story? Yeah, well, he's that's a terrible take. I mean, he's I happen to agree. Game, so like, yeah, don't yeah. Try uh, yeah, but like, Toy Story 2 is a really bad movie, guys. Let's not, yeah, you, you, you stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like the expectations were really against first off. It's Pixar's newest, it's their foray back into theaters, which is already hype. So many expectations, yeah. There. It's a franchise based off of Toy Story, which is easily their most popular franchise, yeah. And they're likening this movie in the marketing to Star Wars. Uh, 
They literally said, like, when they were marketing this movie, this is Andy's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they took all of these hype things of, like, hey, we're setting the bar ridiculously high for ourselves. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know how they missed the mark. Like, the, the trailers for this movie, I thought were pretty, like, hyped me up. I don't know about you guys. But I mean, I'm a sucker for any good David Bowie needle drop. Yeah, yeah that that song's just not fair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, all right, you sold me on this movie, Disney. Good needle drop. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we can all agree that this is a mid movie, right? This movie is mid. Sorry, Christian. I keep messing this up. This movie is funny as hell, though. There's some. It is, and I it. I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. I think it's all pretty much Taika Waititi. No, God, no. Yeah. It sucks. It is all socks. Oh, it's definitely all socks. You're right. You're right. My apologies. Taika's I, I, character, for the most part, kind of sucks. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Who is Taika? He's the, He's the, the lengthy guy. The oh, one. the one who is was, like, just doing this as, like, a thing to do on Saturdays? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that was Taika. Yeah, man. It's Korg himself, you know? Okay. Dude, I do have to shout out one thing about this movie, though. Is that there is a ma- there is a wonderful running joke, and this so the director's from Portland, which is where I'm from, where Christian and I are both from, and all of the characters' last names are the different bridges in Portland. Wow! That's funny. Like Hawthorne, Burnside, Steel, all of these are different bridges. Interesting, interesting. And there was a moment in this movie where it clicked. I was like, wait a second, because Hawthorne and Burnside are like n- not super common names, like common enough, but yeah. like together they mean something very specific to me. If there was that moment that I clicked, and it clicked with about everybody else in the theater I was in, because we're in Portland, and everyone's dying. Yeah. Huh. I love regional-based humor. Yeah. Right? Uh, That's fantastic. I mean, Ryan, with you, it's just sand, right? Yeah, it really is. Tatooine. You you find Tatooine funny? I I mean, I I do. It is my favorite Star Wars planet. Ugh. Ugh. I can't even laugh at that. That's just... I'm so sorry. Um, it's it's not no, we're not getting into this. Um, I will say one thing about this. I am kind of upset that they changed the suits for Space Command. Like those first suits that we see, so badass, so badass. And then they just change it to what the toy looks like, which I get. Like you kind of have to. But, like, at the same time, like, come on, we could have fucking cut like, those suits. Even, like, his the suit he has throughout the entire movie and then the final shot, it was like, okay, this just feels dumb. Like, I got it. It was a hype moment. Like, yeah. When nostalgia hits, the nostalgia will always hit. God, those, the suit, those are great. And if I heard correctly, are we getting a TV show out of this? Do we know for a fact? Uh, we don't know anything for sure. Okay, all right. Um, it had a Disney show. It, it was had two thousand three, and it was fantastic. Yeah, but it's still not on Disney Plus for some stupid reason. Is it not? They're it waiting not. for this movie. They're waiting for this movie. No, it's still not out though. Oh, they it's gotta, still not there. If it was for this movie, it would have come out. Yeah. No, they would. No, they would have put that out like a couple of weeks before this movie came yeah. out. This is what I, you have to watch. You have to watch. No, these I, I, I want to take a little side tangent here. I will talk about that real quick. Go for it. To that TV show had the best McDonald's toys. They were little balls with like the characters in them and they connected together to make a big ship. And it was fantastic. That's a weird deep memory from my childhood. Okay. That that was just unlocked. There was that was deep in the brain that just unlocked. I really wanted to get that out there. Now we can go back to this. Okay. All right. Slightly controversial statement. The Disney (laughs) McDonald's toys were always the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's very fair. That sounds about right. I think they were the I literally have that... a Disney McDonald's toy sitting right over here. What is it? <laughs> Let's see it. It's a so they had this collection and this is my little brother's. This isn't oh, even mine. <laughs> fuck, that's a good toy. But they made like a collection the... of these as like a bunch of parade floats. That's so you really connect cool. them to each other on the back. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just fun. That's just fun now, for would, the whole family. Would you believe that this took me approximately two hours to figure out how this works? How does it work? What you do you literally mean just by push that? It. You literally just push it, and it goes up and down. <laughs> <laughs> it took me two hours to figure that out. 
Oh, boy. Well, hey, what are you going to do? You know, sometimes it, it, it looks more complicated than it is. I'm just dumb. Eh, I mean, I beg to differ. Um, guys, what was your uh, favorite moment of this movie? Ryan. Oh, my favorite moment of this movie. Um, my favorite moment is probably his last attempt into hyperdrive before crashing back down and it realizing it's been 75 years. Mm-hmm. Does that whole sequence, the way it was animated, the way it, the emotional way of all that. Fantastic. I think that was a great scene. It was awesome. The space, the spaceship they've given him is one of the raddest looking spaceships. Oh yeah. So cool. Um, but my other thing I wanted to say on uh, it is I have also a favorite running gag in this. Which is, I love the tentacle just taking people. And that they, even 75 years later, have not figured out a way to deal with this thing. Eh. It's just a part of everyday life. That sometimes it grabs your ankle and someone's going to cut it for you. I think that was a great little joke running throughout the whole thing. You hope somebody's going to cut it for you. You know someone's going to do it because they're so used to it. Yeah. Eh. Okay. All right. Fair enough. At that point, like maybe the the initial part is like, oh my god, I hope so. Oh, oh, probably ten to fifteen people were lost to that. (laughs) It's just it's just a statistic to them now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna steal the spotlight here for a second. I'm kind of upset that we got the intern for like the first five minutes of this movie, and after that, he just disappeared. He just vanished. There was an intern. Yeah, remember in the beginning. Oh the, yeah, the, the guy who wasn't very good at his job yeah. that Buzz hated. He was yeah. a rookie. Like, of yeah, was a exactly. Good job. That was the point. Yeah. 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 Sorry, did I say intern? I meant rookie. My apologies. Intern. <laughs> this man is on a non-paid internship. Yeah. yeah. I'm like here. Internship forced. where you travel hi- yeah. through hyperspeed. Yeah. Abandon when everything. You were on you cryo for a few years. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, if that's what I need to do for an internship these days, I'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a sad thing. <laughs> Anything to get off this godforsaken rock, am I right, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah wrong. <laughs> Griffin, what was the favorite moment of yours of this movie? Uh, it's got to be the montage at the beginning. Just like watching him go back up into space over and over and over again in really seeing Alicia's life every four years yeah, was both the most interesting thing to me. I mean, of course, obviously, I'm always ecstatic to see a gay couple on screen, especially in Pixar. I love seeing it. But, like, that was the most interesting part to me of this entire movie. And easily, like, what could have had the most emotional weight. I feel like that could have been the entire movie. Yeah, him just, just getting back to his that. friend. At the same time, like, if you're really going to explore that, explore what that does to someone, that is far more adult than a Pixar movie is going to go. Yeah. Like, I get why they didn't. I get why it's just a montage. So I really enjoy what we got from that. But I also have, I also have another running gag that I unequivocally love. What's that? It's whenever Sox uses the blow dart. Ah, oh, that was going to be my... It's the <laughs> only time that Sox really changes his... I bet you five minutes. <laughs> also, um, while we're still right here, I want to bring up the montage moment for a second. It felt like they were trying to do the same thing they did with Up, where they gave me a person's life in five minutes, got me to really care, except unlike with Up, where those themes that were put in that beginning bit ran through the entirety of the movie it felt like they dropped those themes very quickly for it just to be oh i was related to her that felt like the only weight that was the only weight brought to it was so this one character can be related and that's how we get here and she's not as good as her grandmother right yeah, it felt like this thing that was so emotional, so poignant. And, like, the moment when he enters into that office and it's empty, that does hit. That, that hits like a truck. Yep. And it is a great moment. It's wonderful. And then it's immediately into what the movie wants to be. And mm-hmm. it, it's very much a tale of, like, two different kind of movies happening, coinciding with each other. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, 
crap, I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. Oh, I almost feel like that this movie should have had a better beginning. And I know I said the first third of this movie is the best part, but it almost feels like we should have seen these two, like, climbing the ranks. We should have seen that moment with where uh, she sees Buzz and realizes, like, he's got potential. He sucks now, but he's got potential. Yeah, it's kind of a thing of, it's like, I'm not always one, I'm trying not to be the one that vouch, hey, we should make more movies, of, we should make more sequels, yada, yada, yada. This felt like it should have been two movies. Yeah. Like, we should have gotten to the point, up into the point of, like, them training, then we stuck, him landing back on there, and Zerg being there. Yeah. Him. Yeah. And then him rebounding with these people, and fighting Zerg, and winning, and accepting this is his life now. Is a whole nother movie. Yeah, you know I love like, me. Sorry, continue. At the same time, like I've seen, I'm saying that, and it still doesn't work. Yeah, you really have to pick one or the other, and they just they're like, oh yeah, we picked both. Yeah. One of them's just the backstory. Yeah, that's fine. It works. We give it as exposition. It works. Um. So obviously, I guess that answers the question that this movie did not live up to the hype. Unfortunately. Right. I guess it's fair to say. It did not live up to the hype at all for me. Okay. I wasn't I going in very hyped, though. For okay. a franchise movie off a thing that has already been milked dry, um, I wasn't super enthralled. When, uh, because what I, what, I, what I want out of Pixar, I don't care if Disney gives me sequels and all that, but what I want out of Pixar Studios is unique animated stories that only they can tell. And I feel like I wasn't going to get that out of the sequels and all that kind of thing. Because other than the Toy Story sequel, the weakest movies in Pixar's catalog are the Cars sequels and the fi- and Finding Dory. Those yeah, are... I stand in great. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I you actually don't. do. And I'm not kidding. I have a giant poster over there. It's like as tall as me of Cars 3. Oh no, Cars Three is amazing. Three. Two sucks. Two sucks. Two is a two may be the worst Pixar film. Wow. It's fighting the good dinosaur. No, oh, stop. The good dinosaur. The good is a dinosaur good movie. has good moments. No. It, it, it has least, good moments. Look, it has good moments. At least Cars Two makes me feel. Something. No, you're crazy. You're crazy. But at crazy. least it makes me feel something. Good dinosaur doesn't oh, make me feel anything. You're insane. No, good dinosaur has one of the most in- intense drowning scenes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't care when I watch that movie. I'm sorry. You're a monster. Like it's a western. At least <laughs> Good Dinosaur made me cry. Like a, a, I don't care if it's a, a western. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> it's, no, just it's just a, a good fun movie. idea, it's just, though. It's just a good movie. It's just a good movie. I, I, I but say. um, uh, no. This that was the other thing about this movie is it never made me feel more than surface level emotions than for that montage. Yeah. That montage got me to feel emotion, but anything else that happened in it made me feel the same way watching pretty much any typical run-of-the-mill sci-fi fair action movie. Where I'm like, oh, okay, feel- this happens, this happens, I'm the, the beat, the rookies are getting better, we're learning their skills, all that kind of thing. Yeah, how do you guys feel about the spacewalk theme? When um, Izzy has to go into space? Because I actually really liked it. Yeah, it, it was, was it was a good moment that, you know, they were building up to. Uh, it let her face her fears, but at the same time, we almost lost socks. Like, don't, don't, don't fuck with the cat. Like, I, I feel like that was the closest of the back half of this movie got to, a, to like, that Pixar moment that we expect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of this really rode on nostalgia, but, like, at the same time, watching Buzz like kind of slowly put together what we understand to be Buzz's power set of like the yeah. wrist laser and yeah. things and whatnot was still really fun to see. Yeah, but I think that was more nostalgia fuel than it was. Yep. Good storytelling. Yep. And usually, I can't tell the difference between good storytelling and nostalgia feeling. But like this movie, I was like, "Oh, okay, I see what they're doing. He's putting it on the lasers. Uh, next, we're gonna see the wings, and then they're gonna fucking put it all together in one final." And scene. it will be in the color scheme. Yeah, unfortunately. But like, come on, that badass suit in the beginning. Fuck. 
so. At the same time, though, I like that that's, we got a reason for why his wings flash red. Yeah. It's because they're in the jet seat. Yeah. Really it's designed up for that. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense, but... These were also, not the questions I had about Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? I literally had zero questions about Buzz Lightyear. I did That's not fair. care. I had absolutely no questions for Buzz. I would say, you know, they also <laughs> blink red lights. The blinking red lights is because, like, the space is pretty dark, you know? Like, you need something to tell people you're there, I guess. Well, who's else is out there? If, if you're fucking lost, Space Command has to go find you, you know? That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, there was one thing that I was uh, expecting in the date. I'm glad that they didn't do it. Uh, the Zerg twist. It, you know, thanks to fucking Toy Story 2. <sighs> Unbelievable. Your father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really expecting Buzz's father to be Zerg, and I'm glad that it wasn't, but I'm also glad. I'm also mad that it was himself. You now, know? I love. I, 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 oh, I hated that. That was probably my least favorite thing about the movie. I love that for the story of like what they were telling here with this. Because, you know, they still have a really good moral of the story of, hey, like, it's the, the moral of this is Buzz's, like, quest for trying to find some importance to himself and it's like oh no it's been there the whole time you just have to live your life and move past the mistakes you've made yeah and i think for that it works great because <laughs> you see this old buzz fully consumed by oh he's gotta get one back mistake. yeah and it really i really love that moment with um with socks of like you do have that funny moment of i bought you five minutes but then he's like I like this new you. Like yeah. you have so much more optimism. You're so much happier. And like for me, that it hits so well of like what they were trying to do with this. Like it's still not great, but it, it's better than the alternative of whatever that would be. Yeah, I uh, I guess what I'm saying is I would have liked to have learned more of how he got to. Like the exposition on the spaceship that he found, the bots, the robots that he found, like they just say oh, Zerg. Yeah, I agree there. Like, what you don't love that the, the robot was mech suit was just there? No, I don't <laughs> it was love just that. There because in the future. <laughs> why was it just there? Is the question. Look, I, I will suspend my belief for a lot of things for Pixar, but even that's a little too far. Yeah, it was just like maybe you know if it was Buzz's kid. No, that also wouldn't have worked. Maybe if no. it was, if it was the fucking rookie, that would have been. See, cool. that would have might have been interesting. Yeah, that would have been. Now cool. that's a fun idea. I like that one. Yeah, but again, you have to give that's the exposition like, hey, uh, because of you, like I turned into like this engineer, and I've made all these robots, and we've come to exact our revenge on Buzz Lightyear. Also, fuck! I just write a fucking. Pixar movie? You wrote the sequel. You just wrote the sequel. So, Fuck. with this movie, in the beginning, with the casting of Chris Evans to be Buzz, I was like, okay, they're doing this because Disney doesn't want to have anything to do with Tim Allen. I get that. Fair. But then they brought him back for Santa Claus, and I'm like, why don't you just have him fucking do it then? You know what it is? It's because uh, Pixar is like, no, we're not having Tim I, I stand by he should have been the voice of old Buzz. He should have been Other the voice Buzz. of old Buzz. I, I agree. That would have been nice. I think honest. that would have been a really fun time with it. Any project that doesn't have in it, in it makes it automatically better to me, so I'm like all for him not being in this movie. I can't believe they're bringing him back for Santa Claus. I can't believe they're doing that. How are they even making that? Yeah, I'm like, why? But his uh, show just... just he, they they realized it, it was a hit and they let him go, you know. So they had to bring him back. Um, did you guys have any concern? Not concerns, but like anything else to say about the dessert twist? Fuck, man, I gotta write this down. I gotta fucking talk to the head of Pixar. I think it's Zerg was a thing. I've had a lot of really great ideas. 
like I do really like looking back on it, this whole thing of like, oh, we really don't know what the robots were for. Yeah. Like, we just know that they were there and kind of attacking. They weren't even fully attacking. They were just looking for They were buzz. just like a nuisance. They were like... Yes. Yeah. They felt like um, Mega Man enemies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The vines were literally more of a threat than the robots were. Yeah. Also, the one that they thought they killed, the first one, and he just kept on following them, and at the end, he gets shot in the head. <laughs> I would have preferred it to be like, here's a message, or like, uh, anything, take off the helmet, and it's actually a person, you know? The fucking we'll rookie. I also say, the, so the, the, just for the tech ideas that they had, the whole uh, press the button takes you back to the ship. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool. I really loved that. Yeah, I love that they they really thought through that tech, both in terms of like what the story's going to do, as well as some of the comedic jokes with it. Like they totally do the double portal gun. Yep. Thing with it, which is great. Very cool. Very cool. Or they have the moment when like the giant ship just crushes all the robots that they sent. Like they really do play with that, and they do do that very well. Um, I will also say I think. Ah, oh, shoot, I lost what I was going to say. Oh, uh, another enemy that we could have had without Zerg being in this. The fucking aliens. Three-eyed aliens. Yeah, no aliens. No aliens. I really thought they were going to appear in this. Yeah, I would have... So did I. It would have brought it all back to the claw, you know, or something. I personally was hoping what they do with them would they have a short before this played. That would have been expect- cool. I was expecting a short before this. I'm surprised I didn't get one. Hmm. When I when I heard there was going to be a post credit scene to this, which Jesus, there was three of them. Um, Wait, there were three of them. There were three yes. post credits to this. What's the third one? I left after the second. The one. third one was probably the best one. Berg <laughs> is still alive. Um, that's it. That was uh, the okay. final one. But I thought for sure one of those post credit scenes was going to be the aliens. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah, they're working for Starkman. Or, or even just like they're on their first adventure, right? And they come across like a flying saucer and it's the alien. <laughs> like something dumb and stupid because that's the level you need for those little green guys. Like I love them, but yeah. that's the level of joke that you're going to do. Yeah. And that way when you come into the next one, like, you know, we can actually see Starkman have their whole like satellite base that we have. And, uh, but it's like you're a Starkman. We can actually have a lot more fun with that like they're yeah. there running things we can actually be more alien with it yep now hear me out on this what if when zerg opened up it was just like four of them just in there chilling <laughs> I love it. I love it. you have four of them one whole, i would say probably five maybe just one as the head one control yeah the yeah arm. they ultroned it yeah 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 that would have been cool uh, I want my I want our little green aliens like that is especially in this art style. Come on, could you imagine how? I would have loved that because that would have inevitably led to some sort of situation like um, Doug Days on Disney Plus. Yeah, which is just a series of shorts about them. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Doug Days, go watch them. They are it's really fun. They're great. They're really cute. Time pieces. Yeah, they're fun. Real good. Real good. Um, I, I I mean, I guess before we get into the end of this discussion like would you like to see more of these movies like a woody movie a slinky movie fucking sign me up for that baby i'm good without them i mean let's be honest here the all four toy story movies are about woody yeah it's like he's the main character that buzzes there but he's not the main character yeah he never was no the only one i mean i would say in toy story one he is a main character and the rest of might say he's a supporting character yeah that's fair yeah Mm -hmm. But I also don't think we really need any more about those characters. Like, even, like, talking about Woody, like, we already have Woody's roundup. We already know where that character is from. Now, hear me out on this. I don't know enough about Ham. I was just going to say, I thought you were going to go he's an under He's an underrated character. Yeah. What, the, the pink piggy bank? Yeah. <laughs> you could have him played by John Ham. Wow. There's a lot you could do there. You brought me back. You brought me back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that would have been awesome. That would be awesome. I, I'm here for it. I, I'll take that. Um, I also could see them just pulling off a, a Rex movie, but it's just Jurassic Park in animation. And then instead of the T-Rex, it's just Rex, you know? That's 
fucking do it. And it's just him. Rar, <laughs> you know, um, I In all honesty, go for um, it. I think this has proven to me that I like, I like significantly more when Pixar does new stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't need to go back to these old franchises. Like Pixar used to have a general role. I don't know if they still have it of, we want our movies to be designed in such a way that a sequel is available. Um, and they very much did this on purpose because that's just, that's a marketing technique. That's what sells. Like, right. sequels will always sell. Because people, to some extent, understand what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of proving that, at least in the last few years of what we've seen from Pixar, people are really coming around to the new stuff. And we're seeing, like, Turning Red is really the best example of, like, you know, Turning Red is not going to have box office numbers because it was a Disney Plus movie. Yeah. But the word of mouth around it was amazing. Yeah. Everyone was talking about this. Movie. And the same goes for Luca and for Soul. Soul, the least there because it was very early on with what they were doing here. Most of the conversation was about Pixar being on Disney Plus. But I can totally see them being like, okay, we tried this. Didn't necessarily work. I can't wait to see what this director does next with Pixar, though. Yeah. I, I, would I can even see them going it, original. I would even throw it back to before, like, even the COVID era. Like, even, well, it was early COVID era, but, like, Onward, where all those stories from Onward to Turning Red feel contained. There doesn't really feel like a need for a sequel. And they were all very unique in their own ways. This felt like it was skirting the line of nostalgia factor and paying homage to a genre uh to make up for a lackluster story huh so fun fact the reason why we got this was because he was a partial director for buzz lightyear buzz lightyear of star command mm-hmm. yeah i believe That's he also did uh toy story of terror yes and oh he did like Tiny the Talk? stuff that was on abc family Yes, yeah, he, he did, did like them to the Toy Story parts, which are really good. Yeah, they are the one where they where they meet the He Man action figures. That one's really fun. The yeah. dinosaur He Man. Yeah, yeah, that one was really great. And funny enough, uh, Griffin, he was a co-director for Finding Dory, so I guess that's why you like this movie so much. I don't like Finding Dory. I know, I know. Oh, I, I <laughs> confused I it for Cars too. I confused it with Cars. Again, I don't like Cars too. I like Cars three. That's no, Cars Three. Car Three has more emotional weight than this movie. Cars Three is a Cars Three is a top tier Pixar movie. Just see Lightning McQueen just come out of the rubble. Kerchow. I haven't well, seen that movie. Not about Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen is just having an existential uh, midlife crisis during the entire. Movie. Lightning no, McQueen had a near death experience and then, then having a a K- midlife crisis. Kerchow. That's it. That's all I know. I haven't seen any of the cars. No, that's not true. I've seen that it's a Disney movie that goes from near death to midlife crisis. Yeah, kind of great. Um, I mean, this is all I have. I guess uh, I had one more question. Did it live up to the hype of Toy Story? But we kind of like went into that, and it, it did not. So, uh, do you guys have any questions? Do you want to ask? Right. Got one more bit that I want to shout out, just because I was. It was another one where I was dying of laughter. Yeah. I love at the beginning when he's like explaining to the rookie what it means to be a uh, space ranger, mm-hmm. and Hawthorne just plays the music by. <laughs> Very reminiscent of that, like that moment in Toy Story Two, where he's like standing in front of the American flag, or they even they even were able to reference the cones, which I really appreciated. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this movie definitely knows where it came from, and it does. Oh, it does a very good job at paying homage to that. So it gets a lot of credit for me for that because that's really what it needed to do. Yeah. There was a, there was one nostalgia pop that I was hoping for that they didn't give us actually, but I was so expecting it, which was at some point he was going to go, I'm not flying. I'm falling with style. I was expecting uh, that throughout the entire thing. I feel like that would have been too much. I would have been me- like, well, come on. Already... When we get when he says not today's Emperor Zerg, it's just Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Uh I also will like to say that I did like him narrating 
the mission logs. That was oh, those just, were great. Yeah, that was really really good. Um, I guess this. Oh. Anything else, guys? I got I got one more thing, okay. kind of related to the movie mostly. Go for it. Have you guys seen the dude that's like in the marketing that's being Buzz Lightyear at the Disney parks? No. Yes, I have. This dude is insanely hot. That is all I need to say. This dude is ridiculously hot, and they knew what they were doing. That's all. Oh, they 100% knew. They knew. I got Ruben looking this up right now. I yeah, know I do. Yeah, yeah. This dude was... This, this guy is so good looking that they put up a TikTok video with him, and they had to take it down for uh, all of the thirst comments. Jesus. They were so funny, too. Fans forced Disney to remove Lightyear TikTok. Like, it's just, it's so good. This it's guy's like, a I'm fucking much, action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm very much for people of like, hey, if you're going to the Disney parks, don't harass the character actors. Like, they're just doing their job. Be nice right. to them. Don't be a douche. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so I guess this is just, we're going to rate this movie, guys. One out of ten. What do we rate this? Griffin. I'd give you probably a six and a half, seven. Okay. All right. That's fair. It's still a good movie. It's just not, not their best. Yeah. Ryan? It's got a strong six from Ryan Smith. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'd have to go with a seven. Just because... It did disappoint, but, like, I'm kind of glad that we got it, you know? Just because, the, the, like, like I said, the art style of the realism in this art of animation is just really, really good. I have one more thing I want to say before you close this out. Go for it. And that is, I don't know if this trailer played before, probably played before your guys are showing as well. The next Disney movie that's coming out in November this year... That oh, is, yeah. that fucking crazy-ass movie? Yeah. Yeah, like that it, looks Is so it Forbidden good. Land? Something World. like... Strange World, that's what it is. Yeah. Strange World. That's fucking sick. That looks dope. insane. Yeah, yeah. Looks I'm really excited cool for that, that one. Uh, that, that, that's more of the space vibes I wanted out of this. I feel like we're getting that thing of, like, you know, it used to be very much like Pixar is the cream of the crop for Disney. But, like, Disney proper is pumping out bangers, bangers. right now. Yeah, yeah. They haven't missed in a couple movies. I would argue they haven't missed since putting out Tangle. I would argue they haven't missed since putting out uh, uh, fuck the other one. The, 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 the No. Oh, well, yeah, but like after that. Uh, fuck. The one where she's uh, wants to be an archer and she's a... Uh, oh. Brave? Yeah, that's a Pixar. That's a Pixar movie. Oh wow! So I, I would. Uh, all right, then never mind. <laughs> Oof. Um. So I did the math, and we're going to give this movie a six point five out of ten, which is very uh, mid, Christian. Right. Very mid. Um. Final thoughts, guys. This movie. Yeah. Uh, go see this movie. This movie is definitely still worth going and watching in a the theater. Um. Just have the right expectations going in. Yeah. I took my nephews to go see this movie, and they had a hell of a time. And now I've decided to end every interaction with my youngest nephew with To Infinity and Beyond. It's fucking really That's really lovely. That, that warms my soul. Yeah, yeah. It's that warms my, my soul. Cold, cold, jaded soul. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Ryan, final thoughts. Final thoughts is, yes, I definitely recommend going to go see this in theaters. This is, just for how pretty this animation is, it's worth seeing on the big screen. And, uh, yeah, it, it's not the best out of Pixar. It's definitely not the worst, but it's not the best. Uh, and I'm excited to see what's next for Pixar. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I, I'm also kind of excited to see what's next for Disney, uh, for Pixar. Do we actually know what's next for Pixar? Um, they've announced what their next couple movies are. One's about, like, um, I forget the name of it, but it's, like, a fire person and a water person falling in love. Oh, um, yeah. Like a Romeo and Juliet kind of style movie. Right. Uh, past that, I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, we'll probably get it at D23 this year. 
yeah, I would expect to hear pretty soon what we're going to get. Okay. All right. With that being said, Griffin, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at GriffyDPad. That's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. But more importantly than that, you can find uh, the show I do every week called Disney Plus Us over at D Plus Us on Twitter or Disney Plus Us on podcast services. Um, where we are currently going through Miss Marvel. We just finished talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're talking about pretty much anything that comes out weekly as well as doing every other week episodes about movies and whatnot. Uh, we will be reacting to uh, Thor Love and Thunder. So after you catch it over here, go check ours out as well. That's right. I will promote anyone and anyone. Uh, hey, man, I'm not saying anything. Continue. Uh, I'm liking it. Uh, more than anything, though, if you are in need and searching for things, we are kind of consistently promoting a link out right now, uh, abortionfinder.org. Uh, I will continue supporting this. So, like, if you need it, this is a great resource. Uh, I think it also has some charity stuff on there. I haven't looked at it in a little bit, though, since I had posted it on our stuff. So I'm not entirely sure, but it is a wonderful resource. Yeah. I mean, I've just been using the... Uh link that uh, kind of funny has been using that's going to be oh, that's a really good one too yeah uh that's going to be in the chat right now and also also put it in the description for this video um ryan where can people find you uh people can find me at ryan lion 3055 on twitter and of course follow the things going on donate do what you can in local community at a local level that's really where this will be most of important and most valuable um, and just, yeah, fuck the whole situation going on, but definitely try and help out where you can. Yeah. Uh, of course you can find me here, uh, the rest of the shows for the week. Uh, I'm going to see how, I'm curious to see, Jesus Christ, hold on one second. I just see, froze. I'm frozen for you. Or just... um, I am also frozen. The only person that's not frozen is Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, I need to do a little dance for me. Thank I'm you. moving. I'm grooving. Okay, hold on. That's weird. Anyway, uh, I, I, I'm i just going to leave it like that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, you could find me on the... It's it, Sorry, I, I'm all over the place. Uh, Lane is going to be hosting Penultimate Games this week. <laughs> I love that Ryan's just trying to stay frozen, too. <laughs> Lane is going to be hosting Penultimate Games show this week. Uh, so strapping for that, it's going to be a hell of a time. Um, and yeah, like I said, we'll continue to, well, we're going to start the, uh, fundraising streams this week. I just don't know when, um, yeah, stay tuned for that, I guess. With that being said, until the next conquest, have a good night.